The guests on Love Hurts occasionally use some adult language and go into some more intense subject matter. But that's kind of how real life works anyway. This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. Today's guest is Molly Cameron. Molly is a writer and storyteller living in Astoria, Queens. Molly shares the story of a promising guy she met on OkCupid who ended up ghosting her. But after she started following a self-help book, fate brought him back into her life. But it wasn't quite as perfect as she hoped it would be. Molly Cameron, hello. Hi. Thanks so much for coming here. Yeah, it's to awesome do to this. be here. I'm excited. Yeah, how's your day going so far? Pretty good. Yeah, it was kind of a kind of one of those long, stressful work days where things just keep happening. Yes. And you're like, oh, cool, I got this covered. And someone's like, wait, here's ten more things. And I was like, oh, great. So yeah, I was really counting down until six o'clock. But I did it. I'm you're here. here. You made <laughs> yes. it out. <laughs> And now you're just here to just bare your soul. Oh, yeah. Just get it all out there. Yes. Um, yeah. What What uh, did you want to talk about today? Well, this is this is going to be great. Um, as I told you in the email, like, you know, I have stories about relationships and breakups, but I also have good stories about um, relationships that didn't really fully happen the way I wanted to. Yeah. Um, so... We're going to flash back to spring of 2011. Okay. Um, I had just gotten out of a relationship with a, a horrible guy. He was like, he was an alcoholic, maybe a cocaine dealer as well. I never really pinned it down. But it All was right. like one of those things that I stuck out for, for way too long. So I was like, oh, I can make him better. Um, yeah, that, like I, I can, can fix this person. Yeah, I was going through that phase like I can fix this or I could only see the good things. Yeah. So, but I finally broke it off and was like, not going to do that again. Um, but I went back to OkCupid, okay uh, yes. which is where you go back to uh, when you want to make out with somebody <laughs> and you don't have the endurance to like go meet them in a bar. Yeah, like I was never in a bar. I mean, I was bad at making out with people anyway, but not, I would never go to a bar to make out. I can't do that. Yes. Well, that's how I met possible cocaine addicts. So maybe that's Yeah, yeah. Sign. You were like, like okay, okay, maybe I don't need to meet yeah. strangers out at a bar. I'll just meet them on right. the internet. Right. One yeah. of those is safer. Um, but yeah, it's funny. I had joined OkCupid kind of on a dare at first. Okay. Um, and so made fun of it a lot, but then used it for real. I like, feel like that was a lot of the early days <laughs> yeah. of online dating. Yeah. Like I was on way too early when I was, it was in college and people would be like, oh, wow. you're online dating? Like what? I mean, it was like, <laughs> or it was around, it was like 2010 or whatever. Yep. But it was the early days where it was, yeah. there was no Tinder. Yeah. Pre-Tinder. Yes. Yeah. And but, people would kind of look at you weird. Yeah. Even though it was just like, I'm just like, no, it's just another way to meet people. Mm -hmm. Like, that was my, like, thought process. Yeah, it was, like, associated with uh, creepy, that's a creepy way to meet yes. people. Like, yeah. why, why are you doing that? Like, you're young. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, but yeah, I know, but I don't And I now know. I know at least two couples that are married that met on yes. okay, keep it. it became yeah. the most normal thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tinder made it the most normal yeah. thing that you Tinder's could do. Tinder's like, we're creepy now. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now everyone's yeah. creepy, so. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yes, you're back on it. Yes. Uh, and I did get some creepy messages. Yeah. Um, so that's why if I got a good message, it really stood out. Like I, I would get so many that were just like, hey, I want to put my dick in you. And and, and sure, like I, I wasn't opposed to getting a dick in me, but yeah, I would like, like it to no, be attached you to You want to know nice like, who the person is that <laughs> yeah. has this dick. <laughs> and also well, work on your pickup lines. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this guy, um, he sent a message that was really funny. 
and a little self-deprecating. Uh, and it was, it was a very long message. He talked about how he had won a beer in Berlin by doing an Irish jig, and it, it wasn't a contest. He just did it. And I was like, okay, I'm hooked. Wait, he uh, told you this out of nowhere? Yeah, that was his opening line. It was okay. something like, uh, I won a contest in Berlin, but it wasn't a contest because I just did it. Okay, great. Yeah. But he talked about how he was into comedy and acting, but now he was in law school. Uh, And the way he said it was, I tied a law school around my neck, and now I need to keep standing on the step stool. So I can't pursue my dreams 100%, but now I'm on OkCupid, and you're my dream. So yeah, he made a a joke about suicide. Yeah. But at that point, having just come out of this horrible relationship, the only part that really glowed in that message to me was, you are my dream. And I was like, yeah, oh. Like, oh. Yeah. And like, he's funny and like self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. There's like things that were. Yeah. So some alarming things in there, but I just choose. I just yeah. like, no, um, I want to be someone's dream. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, so I sent him a message, um, found out his name for the sake of the story. I'm going to call him Ben. He could have been a Ben. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> could have been a Ben. Um, <laughs> so I messaged back and forth with Ben and I finally make the first move. I ask him out for a drink and we meet up and just have this really great date. And and he was kind of shy as well, which sort of made me feel good. Yeah. Because you're both on that same level of like. Yeah. Both sort of shy figuring it out. But yes, because you- first dates are horrible yeah anyway <laughs> so i was i always felt like i was the one on a first date who's staring at the floor and drinking too fast and <laughs> but he was also doing that so i was like okay. okay we're both kind of socially awkward yeah together <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um and he was really into david bowie which like that i mean that's always been a clincher for me but yeah he he was into bowie okay uh so we talked a lot about david bowie and talked about you know, what he was doing. So I asked more about him being in law school. And he said he wasn't sure if he really wanted to be a lawyer. But now that he was in school, he might as well just push through and figure it out. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's like, all right, I've already started paying a ton of money. So I might as well continue paying a ton of money. (laughs) Uh, And he was going to Fordham, which I don't I don't know about law. I studied theater, but I was like, that's a school I've heard of. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds nice. Somewhat prestigious. So, like, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I guess it was the equivalent of finding out somebody goes to Yale and you're like, oh, well, you got in. I guess you should stick that out. Yeah. I don't know. Like, someone's going to hear that. Some lawyer's going to be like, Fordham's just fine. <laughs> yeah. That's like, uh, yeah, maybe it's a safety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but 2011 me was like, Fordham. Wow. wow. This guy's law. doing it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And I, I think I sort of, uh, I just respected his drive, like his ambition to stick with it anyway. Because at that time, I was, I was working at the Apple Store, part time at the Apple Store, part time at UCB East. Uh, I was taking random classes, trying to do sketches, dabbling in stand up very badly. Like I was all over the place. Yeah, you were just throwing like everything out there, yeah. being like something might stick. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I was for the purposes of this, I was looking through, I had G chats with Ben in there (laughs) in my email stills. I went through G chats and it was constantly me. Like I just kept telling him different things I was doing and it was so random. I was like, I'm working my stand up set. I'm, uh, I'm blogging about movies to see in New York. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you were just doing like every creative thing that like you could do mm-hmm. at that point in time because you were yeah. like, I want to find something that yeah. I'm good at or like or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It was it was that feeling of let's just throw everything out and see what hits. Yeah. So even though he was doing a thing that he was questioning, he was at least like committed to mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we had this great date and at the end of it, he just kissed me on the cheek, but I was still, I still felt that spark of like, he is, he's special and we're connecting. So I invited him to Shakespeare in the Park. That was like, uh, that was a big, exciting this like, date. This is a different, on a second date. This yes. Is, okay. so, yeah. I wasn't sure if you like kissed you on the cheek no. and you like, do you want to go to Shakespeare in the Park <laughs> like, right now? <laughs> but there's a movie let's montage go. Yeah, yeah. ran just down did the street. Eight dates in one yes. date together. Yeah. <laughs> we just busted yeah. through the back of the stage and we we're like, this is us. No. Um, so second date, Shakespeare yes. in the Park. Yeah. So side note, I have a friend that works at the public. I'm that lucky asshole that gets snuck into Shakespeare in the park. It is free, but you, you know, you yeah. have to wait in line forever. But she will, if she has spare tickets, she will let me know, uh, like if a fancy person doesn't show up and I can take those fancy seats. Um, I cannot pass on her phone number. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so I invited him. She, she told me she had these tickets and I was like, oh, I'll bring this guy, Ben. It'll be great. I'll, you know, it'll be fancy yeah, and awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also I can have my friend check him out and be like, is he cool? Does yeah, he look yeah, cool? Yeah. Like, is this? <laughs> yeah. And so she did let us in and give us sort of the thumbs up. Uh, and it was awesome because it's a beautiful summer night in Central Park. After the show, we walk through the park. Um, we have to go up and get our trains at Columbus Circle. So this beautiful romantic walk. And you know, there's that arch kind of by uh, the entrance, exit to the park at Columbus Circle. Yes. We're like under that arch and he finally kisses me. And I'm just like, oh, this is wonderful. And... Part of me wants to go home with him, but I found out a couple things that night, which was one, he lives with his mom, and two, in Far far Rockaway. Yeah, and you're like, okay, maybe I don't yeah. need to go home with you tonight. Yeah, and I was living in Astoria at the time. I still live in Astoria. So it was kind of, yeah, it was, okay, this is a second date. That's really far away. I'll just enjoy this beautiful moment. Yeah, we still had like a nice thing. Mm-hmm. I don't need to deal with this other thing tonight. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, we made plans to meet up again and I knew he was very busy with school, but we were going to figure out another date. And then he just disappeared. Totally ghosted me before we knew what ghosting was. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it was just like, what yeah. happened? This guy's gone. Yeah. Nobody had coined the term yet. Yeah. Yeah. I should have trademarked it then. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I don't think I said ghosted either. And what, like, was it just like you reached out to him the next day and was like, said something about yeah. something going on in your life to start a conversation I and think, he just like nothing or yeah i think we again i i looked back at the gchat transcripts yeah, yeah, uh, to see when it went silent and we did i think we like texted uh, you know for the next couple days after and gchatted but it kept he kept being like oh, oh i'm so busy yeah. for like the next week okay so it wasn't just like a quick out it was that like Right. Trail off like, oh, I can't hang. Da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. And, then it's and just I like, was feeling frustrated after about a week of that. I had this feeling of, okay, I'm not going to be the one to chase someone down yes. again. I am an empowered woman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am just like, I was, I was really bummed because I felt like we had this connection, but I was like, I am going to put this behind me and be strong. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I like from my experience with online dating, it feels like that's something that kind of just happens in a way that's not like meant to be like malicious i guess it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like 
okay, I'm not totally sure how I feel about this yeah. thing. And then like this thing came up and uh, I got to like figure out my yeah. life. And But it's like the weird part about that is like he kissed you. It's like that thing of like yeah. he showed interest. He finally made the move. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, ah, never mind. Yeah. So I was so confused. And sure, there, there is that feeling of like no one wants to be the one to say, oh, I don't think this is going to work out. Um, yeah. Like I feel okay about this yeah. but not amazing about right, this right. and whatever i like you i don't like like you yeah. <laughs> yeah or it's like or i don't know and i'm too busy to figure it out right what, i don't know right it's like people yeah so i just assumed that was the case yeah. I, I figured okay he's he's not as into me as i thought um so i'm just gonna move on um so within that was that was roughly july that was in the summer okay end of july um a few months after that still hadn't heard from him Maybe had been on a couple more awful dates with other people. Yeah, <laughs> um, you and one got back just, out there. Yeah, but I just had this feeling of, okay, I'm going to focus on me now. So that fall, I started doing The Artist's Way. Have you heard of The Artist's no, Way? I have no idea what this is. <laughs> okay, this is a very um, sort of like hippie. Uh, I keep wanting to say it's feminist, but it's not just for women, but I feel like mostly women, women do, do it. it. And it's sort of a self-guided 12-step program for reigniting your creativity okay yeah okay. and it's is like a, a workbook that you can get but somebody gave me a free pdf of it so <laughs> i sort of <laughs> yeah, stole you it the system. she's had enough profits the woman who wrote it she's doing great um but the idea is like you uh it's a lot of journaling a lot of journal based stuff and you're oh, supposed okay. to do exercises of um exploring when you felt creative as a child and what did you do and who are the people that support your creativity who are the people who shove down your creativity um so it's almost like this whole analysis of your life and habits to kind of like pinpoint what it is that gives you a creative spark or something like that yeah and i think a lot of people do it when they're feeling stuck of uh, and you know i had a million different things i was trying out going on yeah like i wasn't feeling confident myself um so i figured this will help me feel confident and maybe push me in a better direction so it involves um like journaling for 30 minutes every morning, which is something I still do, actually. That's like one thing yeah. I picked up that is nice. Uh, but another big aspect of it is you take yourself on a date once a week. Okay. <laughs> so it has to be just you. And the idea is you just go somewhere that you would want to go, but you haven't been going because no one will go with you, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, And usually something creative. So like take yourself to a museum or take yourself to the movies or... Uh, sketch outside by the water. That's, yeah, just like go out for a walk and then... Yeah. And, yeah. So at this point, it was like early November of that year. Um, this one day, I had the whole day off. So I was like, this is going to be my, my artist date, date day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am taking a full day a to have a date. date. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that morning, I had been watching Sex in the City. Okay. That was the first half that of my, first part of your <laughs> my date. creative date, yeah. as you do. Um, and there's an episode where Carrie is at Lincoln Center. There's probably multiple episodes, but that in particular stuck my mind. It was an unseasonably, unseasonably warm day in November. So I thought, I'm going to go to Lincoln Center um, because watching TV as a kid, like that, that is New York to me. That is like glamorous New York. That's where fancy yeah. artists go. Um, there's a cool fountain. There's beautiful buildings. So I brought myself to Lincoln Center and just like I walked around and took pictures. It was sunset. It was beautiful. Um, and it was a, it was a pretty good date, I think. Uh, 
and then I had some time to kill. So I figured, well, I'll just, I'll start walking downtown. It's so nice out. I feel like I maybe had to be somewhere that night. So I thought I'll just walk in that direction. And I'm walking downtown and Fordham Law School is like right next to Lincoln Center. It's yeah. uh, or like 10 blocks south. So I was walking by Fordham and I saw the sign and I was like, oh, I wonder how Ben's doing. I haven't, you know, kind of wish that he hadn't lost touch with me. And then he walked right by me. Whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was so, it was like so perfect. I didn't believe it. Yeah. I looked at him and was like, oh, and I just kept walking. <laughs> like away from him or towards him? Uh, just, just pat. Yeah. Like yeah, he was yeah. walking towards me. We, we locked eyes. Oh, I see. I and got I you. kept walking. Yeah. Because I thought this is too good to be true <laughs> that I thought of him and he appeared. Um, but it was him because he was like, Molly, Molly, and like ran and chased me down. Like, holy shit, it's Ben. Like, I've, I've summoned him. My artist date worked. <laughs> Even though I guess the artist date is supposed to be a date with yourself. But still, I felt like I had manifested something. Yes. And his first line was, uh, um, I was just writing an email to you. And <laughs> I was kind of like, hmm. Where are you? So you had an email in your drafts that you've had for yeah, two months. It's right. just been... <laughs> Every day he adds yeah, one like, letter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me rewrite this sentence. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but he was very apologetic and, he, and was instantly, you know, oh, I'm so sorry. I lost touch and I've been so busy with school and I'm doing this internship. It's really stressful. Um, but he said, I was just about to go grab a slice of pizza. Do you want to come? So I went and got pizza with him. And it was instantly like old times. We were like making jokes again yeah. and just talking about uh, music and movies and stuff. And so we made plans to go on a real date again. Okay. And the whole day for like up until the next date, I was just so excited. I couldn't believe how yeah, like this person had magical it somehow was. Somehow come back into your yeah. life out of nowhere. Yeah. And I really thought... Um, the artist way has has led me here. <laughs> this is my creative pursuit. Yes, like. my creative pursuit is to make out with this guy again. Um, so it it just seemed really meant to be. You yeah. Know? Uh, so we went on a couple other dates, and it was it was this feeling that feeling of connection again that I had felt before. Like everything is magical, but every some things were a little different. He seemed slightly more stressed out. Um, I remember one day I actually uh, brought him to a moth slam with me, yeah, <laughs> which is super nerdy in retrospect, but it was kind of a test of like, okay, if he'll come to this with yeah, me. Yeah, can you like hang in this environment? Yeah. And also maybe he'll see me in my storytelling Oh, yeah. I did, I did that a few times yeah. of like, <laughs> and then oh, the, let me impress you by yes. maybe getting called up. And Did you tell an embarrassing story? It depends. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because that but, is a good test if it's yeah. a really embarrassing story. Um, but yeah, it's very much a welcome to my nerd crowd kind of thing. Um, but he left in the middle of it. Whoa. Yeah. And that I was like... really pissed. I was really pissed. Um, but again, he was so apologetic and was like, you know, I what have- What was his explanation for leaving? He just said he had to get up real early. Uh, okay. Um, which is so lame. I mean, sometimes those things do go a little later than it's true. you expect them to. It was one at Housing Works, too. Yeah, I those feel things like go forever. Those are rowdy really for go, some reason. They go, they start late, they go long. Yeah. I don't know. It's like everyone in a closed space drinking yes. wine and beer together, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. And, and books. Oh, we're surrounded by books. But yeah, it's still kind of strange that he's just like, peace. Yeah. And I think it was 
I don't remember specifically, but I feel like it wasn't even intermission, so I couldn't be like, wait, let's talk about this. Yeah, it was I think it was like, in between storytellers. Yeah, like, He's like, I gotta go, see ya. Like, what? And I remember being really mad too. I, I wrote in my journal, like, guys have no idea how much work ladies put into this date. Like, I shaved everything. I wore nice underwear just in case. I cleaned my room just in case. Yeah, you were like, we're thinking a few steps ahead. <sighs> I washed my hair. Like, <laughs> yeah, so much work. Um, and then another time I invited him out to a friend's party and he kept promising he's going to show up promising and never showed up. So those kind of disappointing things. But then we went on like one date in the middle of that that was really good. So every time and then we keep G-chatting and that was that went well. So I just kept holding out like, well, this is good. Yeah. Like, OK, he's had like one or two mm-hmm. things. He's still dealing with some stuff. But like at its core, there's something. Yeah. here. And again, I, I'm i not in law school. It sounds pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get <laughs> so, it. You're yeah. dealing with some stuff. Yeah. So I was cutting him a lot of slack. Um, and then, so we went on this. He set up another date. It was one of those times where he had been canceling multiple times. Okay. Uh, it was almost Christmas. So I was about to go out of town for a while. And he said, well, just come meet me in Midtown outside my internship office. Okay. So I met him and it was clear that he had nothing. He had no plans. Like he had not thought about where to go. Yeah. And we ended up in um, one of those like, you know, it's just awful like Midtown Irish bars. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's so many of them Mm -hmm. and they're all the same. And they, yeah, they all have terrible names. I wish I could remember what this one was called, but it was probably terrible. Uh, It's just full of, you know, guys in suits. Yeah, who stayed after happy hour. Just like the business happy hour (laughs) crowd. So we're like drinking beers in this sad corner, and and I could tell this time something is really distracting him. Uh, And I kept trying to ask him about school and how things are going, and and he just kind of kept deflecting to me and asking me about me. Uh, so I decided, hey, let's go look at the tree at Rockefeller Center because that's a cool thing to do around Christmas time kind of romantic yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. um it's fun it's touristy but it, i do like doing it every year yeah yeah so we took a walk over there looking at the beautiful tree amongst tourists uh and he was and he finally opened up he was like you know i'm sorry that i've i've sort of been pushing away i've just i've been kind of down lately and i'm seeing a therapist and my first thought was like wow i really know how to pick these guys <laughs> But I was also like, it's, you know, that's fine. I've been in therapy and that's good. You're making, if you're feeling upset, you're making a yeah, good move. Yeah, you're, you're like aware of that and you're working yeah. towards trying yeah. to like be in a better place. I think everyone should have a therapist. They're great. Yeah. Um, but coming from that phase of like, I am improving myself right now with artist way and I'm self-sufficient. I, I was kind of bummed to be like, oh okay yeah like i feel ready yeah. and i'm in a good place and yeah th- yeah it's like you're just in two different phases of like yeah where your life is and kind of what you're working towards i guess right exactly it's like that's that kind of like reveal right mm-hmm. i felt like i was kind of coming on this upswing yes. so and he is like just starting a thing that yeah you had kind of already gotten past mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then he then he says um well i also did something bad and i was like uh what did you do? And he said, I jumped into the subway tracks. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he was standing there. He was like, obviously, he was okay. But I yeah. was like, you what? He's like, yeah, I just, 
I had a really bad night and I just, I jumped into the tracks before a train came because I wanted a train to hit me. Oh. And luckily an MTA worker came and got him and I think like the police, I think they brought him to like a police station. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, shit. <laughs> and I realized they're looking at this beautiful tree. Like I was crying. I hadn't expected to start crying, but I was really upset. And then I felt bad because I was like, you don't, I don't want you to feel bad about telling me this. Like, Yeah. Like it's okay that you told me, but I'm just, yeah, it hits I'm hitting me. Processing yes. this. And it, but I think I was also upset sort of selfishly because I thought, no universe, you, you brought him back to me. Yeah. This was supposed to work. <laughs> great yeah. like this is supposed to be this great fit and yeah i manifested him in my morning pages and my artist date yeah you worked so hard to bring him back into yeah. your life and now he was back in your life but like yeah not really in a place to be in your life yeah yeah so that date did not end well <laughs> um i think we did not kiss under the tree no didn't happen. <laughs> no did not ask a tourist to take pictures all of that us. hair washing and shaving <gasps> yes again. again oh so much nice underwear ruined <laughs> wasted um, just going home and throwing yeah, them out after forget it <laughs> these disposable underwear that i keep buying oh <laughs> uh, um but yeah i just i think we just parted ways and i was like well i'm glad you're taking steps to take care of yourself um I'll give you space. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. Um, but yeah, I just thought it, and it feels kind of selfish to say it now, but I was like, why is this happening to me? Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's fair. I mean, yeah, it's still, it's obviously he's dealing with a lot, but it mm-hmm. was still like this thing of like, you wanted that good thing to happen to you after right. this, like kind of trudging through a sort of very transitional part in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was also mad because the previous relationship, it was almost like a different version of the previous relationship where all these things were bad, but I chose not to see them. Yes. And I was like, he's like, great. Oh, there's this great thing and this cool thing. Yeah. So it was the same sweet. thing. And yeah. With Ben, it was like, I'm seeing all these warning signs of like, maybe I shouldn't invest in this, but all I wanted to see were the magical, cool things that were happening. Yeah. Like, <laughs> instead of being like, well, this guy is just not reached out to me for months yeah. it's like oh he's just here he yeah. is like he was just hiding outside yeah. Fordham for all this time he's been waiting for me to find yeah. him <laughs> and I did it <laughs> but yeah and I I will confess I think it took three more dates after that like we went on three more dates after Christmas but it took me that time to really be like okay he needs space to figure things out and and I I thought a lot about all these signs that I thought I had seen, but I think it was really, I think if the universe was telling me anything, it was saying, hey, here's a reminder of why you need to distance yourself from people and figure them out. Or like, you don't need to fix people. Yeah. I think that's what the reminder was. We are going to throw this person in front of you that you should know like this is not the right person for you. But mm-hmm. we need you to see the universe needs you to see that. Yeah, I needed an extreme example of of uh, this person looks right, but you can't. Yeah, you can't like. You shouldn't be in a relationship just to fix someone. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there was a point I was like, I have a lot of like sleep issues, mm. and I've always it's been a mess like for a lot of my life. 
uh, especially like since college. And at one point I was like single and in New York and I was just like, again, I think I had like gotten out of a tough relationship and Mm -hmm. was like, "Ah, I just, yeah, I want to like find someone and connect with somebody and like had a similar experience where I started like connecting with somebody and we are going on these dates and it was like, we are really connecting, but I was like, it was probably the worst my sleep stuff had been. And it was awful. Like I felt so bad for her. Like I was like, we put on, I don't know, four or five, like not too many dates, but it was enough for like, I remember one time we went to go see a show at like Union Hall and the show ended and it was like I don't know, nine, nine thirty or yeah. something like that. And I was immediately like, I got to go to bed. Like oh. I just, and it was awful. Like I felt so yeah. terrible, but it was like, I and it was that thing. And I, like I could see like shades of that guy, like, mm-hmm. cause it's like, I was dealing with something, not a much different thing, but like. Yeah, there was that part of me that was like, oh, I want this to work. And this is a nice thing. And but being like, and I finally just had to be like, I think we it was like this mutual like, we shouldn't date anymore. I think it was like, it was literally a mutual (laughs) thing of like, this isn't a good situation. Yeah. And I felt bad. It was like, I felt crappy because it was like, it was she was fun. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I got to like deal with what I have going on right now. And it's not easy to have another person in my life when I'm dealing with this. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, I feel like, I, yeah. And you it's, have to take care of you. Yeah. And I think the yeah. tough thing that like the other tough thing in that is like, I've also been in your situation where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I figured out all my stuff and I'm ready to find yeah. somebody. <laughs> and you like have that thing of like, here I am universe. Right. And then there's just nobody there. You're like, it's like, guys, I'm over here. No, but I'm like real good. I'm, I'm ready. Like, where is. So good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, but I do think that was the last time that I like after that, when I went on dates, I I think I really saw people for who they were. Yeah, you weren't like shaping them the way that right. you wanted them to look. It was like it right. was easier to kind of see. It wasn't like, well, they have this one good quality, but the rest of them is terrible. But it'll probably work out. <laughs> <laughs> but that one quality is like yeah. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I should also say that I uh, Facebook stalked this guy and he seems to be uh, alive and in a loving relationship, so I'm very happy oh, for him. Yeah, because yeah. I was paranoid. I was like, "Oh no, what if it's like something bad? Went hap- yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah." But he seems to be doing great. But everyone looks great on Facebook. But I, I like to trust that he's yeah. doing great. Again, it was like the thing of you yeah. catching each other at much different times yeah. in your life, and like, yeah, it's like, yes, it's uh yeah, it's hard, and um. But I still sort of recommend doing the artist way. It's an interesting experience. I mean, honestly, it sounds pretty good, especially if like you just need to focus, like you need to just put focus into something, right? I feel like just from what you were saying, it's like you had so much Mm -hmm. going on that you just needed something to help focus your creativity and your... Yeah. And for people like me who are nerds and loved school, (laughs) it's like self-directed school. (laughs) Yeah. It's making you (laughs) assignments and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can take yourself on a date. Yeah, which, that's great. I mean, that's like, I feel like that's one of the nice parts about being single in New York City is there Mm -hmm. is just an endless amount of things to do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I did a lot of them. Mm -hmm. A lot of movies, that was like. Yeah, yeah. I love going to movies by myself. Oh, yeah. I still do it, and I'm in a relationship. Oh, yeah, I do it a lot, and it's. It's, I remember like telling my parents and my parents like thought something was wrong oh. when I would do that. And it's like, no, I just like live in a city and it's right. a thing that it's you something do. something to do. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to see this and I'm going to go see it. Yeah. And I would do it on like 
Tuesdays before noon and it would be like five bucks or whatever. And it's like, that's the best. I'm just living my life how I want to live it. So you're doing artist way without even knowing. (laughs) Yeah. I I really was living the artist way before I knew about it. Right. Right. Yeah. I've never journaled though. So. Oh, okay. Well, I got to get into that. It's nice because then you have um, evidence to go back and look at. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, this is what I was dealing with at this point in my life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. (sighs) Good stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Molly. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, what are, are there some things that you want to like tell people about and plug that you do in the world? Yeah. So I, I'm a storyteller out in the world. Um, I co-host a show called Gems, uh, with Sharon Spell. I believe she's, also she's been on the show. The yeah. Show. Yes. Yeah. Um, it is at Halyards in Brooklyn on the fourth Tuesday of every month. Um, and we have what is our Twitter handle? I should know. <laughs> Gem Stories. Gem Stories. Yeah. I think it's Gem Stories. Gem Stories. And that's two S's together. It looks weird, but it's right. And I also have a website, which is anothermolly.com. And I blog about... Anothermolly.com. Yeah. Because uh, my my name, Molly Cameron, is already taken as a URL. Apparently, there is a competitive cyclist in Portland, Oregon named Molly Cameron, who has taken up so many of my your, your precious SEO URLs. Your is just yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> makes me look cooler than that. i am <laughs> yeah i'm another molly <laughs> cool yeah awesome that's me yeah well thanks again for doing this yeah cool thanks Great. for having me yeah <laughs> bye this is how we love this is how we fight for something that's Love Hurts is produced, hosted, and edited by Brian Berlin. Theme music by Mickey Hommel. Show art by Caroline Mallon. You can find Love Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts, and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.